Hi, this is Gardening Related. Welcome. I'm Aunt Rebecca in, in Canby, Oregon. Rainy Canby, Oregon in June. <laughs> and my niece, Elizabeth. Hello. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm over here in New York. How's it going? Well, it's pouring. It's been pouring the oh last two days. I know. Wow. I think sort we're of... getting your rain next week. Yeah. You yeah. probably are. Yeah. It, and it's kind of odd. You know, when we first moved here in 2010, they said it dries out July 5th. Yeah. And I thought, oh, great. So every July 4th, the fireworks are going to be rained out. <laughs> and and they were for a while. And then it got hot and dry. Mm-hmm. And I thought, we're turning into Northern California. And now, um, this year, just this year, it's gotten, we had a very wet April, a kind of a dry uh, May, and uh, a slightly dry June. Mm-hmm. But now, we're kind of making up for it. We've had two pouring rainfalls in the last two days, which is great for everything. Yeah, that is. That Including is. I weeds. mean, you need it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. So we had we had um, some rainy weather earlier, like a couple days ago. And I feel like all of my plants have just, you know, grown yes. inches. Like it's marketable. I could I could go out and measure uh, like my sunflowers are taking over right now. They're huge. I mean, yes, good. Like huge stems. The stalks yes. themselves are like two inches in diameter. Good. And, um, you know, every day I go out there, I'm like, is that another foot? It feels like it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Water. Yeah. It's like mother's milk. Rain is like mother's yeah. milk to plants. Yeah. You know, I, I was always jealous of, of the Midwest that, you know, it rains every week or so there. Yeah. So they don't have to do these intricate irrigation systems as much as uh, the people out West here do. Right. Um, but they have to, you know, rain check their picnics every little bit. Yeah. Whereas we can guarantee on a good day from July through mid-September usually. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, one so- thing one thing on rain, you know, we were talking about rain systems uh, a couple episodes yes. ago. One thing that I forgot to mention was how great rain is compared to hose water. Yes. Because rain is not chlorinated like right. our hose water. So, you know, we're we're watering our plants with a suppressant, with something that's meant to kill. Um yeah. so it's just another reason to collect your rainwater and use that. Um yes. another thing that you could do that I have not ventured into, maybe when Forrest is off um for summer break from school, uh we'll we'll look into this, but putting in uh an additional filter um for the water that goes out to the hose so yeah. that you you're removing the chlorination. Um yeah. you know, and I've I, heard that it does wonders for your plants. I've I've also wondered about um if you if you can let the water sit, so mm. you get a big old bucket, and you mm. fill it full of your, your hose water, and you yeah. let it sit. I don't know if the chlorine f- fades to the bottom or not. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, because, I mean, pools, you have to continually chlorinate. So Yes, and you so also have might... to continually stir them. Yes. Yes. Oh, huh. Elizabeth, another thought. And if you're letting water soak, you might as well throw a few weeds in there. Let let them, you know, banana peels, banana peels, turn it into a tea. Yeah. Manure. Manure. (laughs) You know, this these are questions for your chemistry uh, majored husband, your chemistry teaching husband. (laughs) So I expect a full report the next time. I know. Maybe we should have a guest speaker. Oh, we'll have to do it at night then, after school. Yeah. yeah. After school in New York for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, June is usually full of, frankly, most gardening sites are full of what I like to call the lists, the the, the to-do lists. Mm. Sometimes I called it Nazi gardening because it always made me <laughs> feel bad. It always makes me feel bad. You know, they, they give you these lists of, oh, dead deadhead this and trim that and prune this and keep up with your watering, keep up with your weeding. And I'm like, oh my God. Although I'm going to say that 
you can leave deadheading for as long as you need to mm-hmm. until you see it starting to take the plant. Every t- every day that you leave a bud or a blossom, that's it, a blossom to die and create seeds, mm-hmm. you're weakening the plant. Oh, my goodness. Because the energy of the plant will go into the seeding, the the creating of its seeds. That makes that's sense. what it's that's what it's geared for. Yeah. So, so make sure you deadhead things that when you can, mm-hmm. in a good way, especially your iris and your peonies and things like that. Oh, I really? don't deadhead. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, I haven't deadheaded my peonies, and they're tur- they're giving me these really interesting, beautiful alien-looking seed pods, and I've just yes, never noticed them before. And okay, so I should have deadheaded. Well, you know, take the whole stem with the seed pod, spray paint it red, and use it at Christmas. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, get creative, girl. Yeah. Put it in your wreath. Yeah. Well, like fern seeds. I have a whole bunch of fern seed things from last fall. They're yeah. so pretty. They're so fun. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're all throughout my house in different dried floral arrangements now. That's a great so, idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe I will harvest them. Yeah. And your uh, irises, if you... <clears throat> Okay, so irises have uh, a, a disease that comes upon them, and it starts huh. to get speckledy and or brown or black. Mm. The leaves do, and oftentimes they start at the top. And so, if you cut that off, mm-hmm. you cut off the bad stuff. You cut off the disease that's going to go down the leaf, and it saves the the uh, iris from getting sick. Huh? Just know that. If your yeah. leaves look fine, great. Mm-hmm. But take off the stem of the iris bloom. Mm-hmm. And roses. Roses take 40 days to make another rose. Wow. Yeah. So I know you don't have any, but there's a lot of people out there with roses. and No, I love roses. Don't, you know, and, just because I yeah. murdered a few roses doesn't mean I'm it's not okay. interested in them. <laughs> we're, we're all murdering roses all the time. Oh, my gosh. But the thing is that it takes 40 days to make a new one. So you've gotten in June or maybe in uh, late May, you've gotten this early flush of beautiful roses and they come on like gangbusters. Yeah. You know, they come on like great. And then they start to fade away. And if you don't deadhead them, it will take them lo- a lot longer to make mm-hmm. the next rose because their their energy then is divided between the seeds of the of the rose hip it's starting to create and the new rose. Mm-hmm. Also, when you deadhead them, feed them. Ah, huh. Feed them now because it's important because they're going to produce another two or maybe three flushes of roses. Yeah, they need the nutrients. They need the nutrients. They, you know, it's like an athlete right now in the middle of a marathon. You got to give them water and food. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And in all of these, you know, I know you, all of you gardeners out there, I know you know that you need to weed and you need to do this and you need to do that. And all I'm doing is piling it on some more. But I want to talk about something that we never talk about. I want to talk about enjoying the garden. Mm. It's something I'm really bad at. Yeah. I'll go out there and I can spot a weed from 50 paces. Yep. (laughs) So I want all of you gardeners out there. I know you love your gardens and I know you love your lawns and you love your places, your backyards and your front yards. And yeah, I want you to set a time for yourself every day where it's vacation. That's it. From that point on, no more gardening. And you get to sit out on your back porch or your front porch or your patio or wherever you've decided that you want to put a chair and let it be a comfortable chair with some pillows. (laughs) Something that you can really snuggle into and a table next door to it so that you can have a cool drink or a hot drink or whatever you want and some little munchies or whatever makes you happy. And enjoy your garden every day. You 
you will you will find that you'll start seeing all the weeds and all the things you have to do. And you can make mental notes or you can even make, you know, real notes and say, okay, I, I didn't see that weed yesterday. I got to get to that. But look at what works. Yeah. Look at what works. Do you remember this section of your garden last year? I bet it didn't look as good. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the roses last year? I bet they weren't as tall. Do you remember that you planted all those things last year that didn't come up? Well, look at this year. You've got these good things in there that are going well. Yeah. Start yeah, be looking. proud of what you've done. Yeah. You have this gorgeous place <clears throat> and this gorgeous, you know, little oasis that you've created for yourself. And you've earned it. You've yes. earned it. Yes. Every single bit of it. And there were times, I'm going to be brutal. There were times when, in order for me to do that, mm-hmm. I had to not look down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't look at the ground. I looked. At about, you know, if I was if I was sitting down, I would look chest high all above the ground where I could see all my flowers growing. Yeah. And all the weeds underneath it would were not in my sight as much. And so I learned that, you know, looking up worked. Yeah. Looking up worked. And there's some for me, I don't know if it's for anybody else, but for me, I take that in. Yeah. It's it's as good as gold to me. In fact, it's better. It's better than a good meal. It's better than anything I can think of because I feel at peace. Yeah. Well, you're taking care of the garden and this is your time to let the garden take care of you. You yeah. know? Like actually revel in the work and the yeah. the atmosphere mm-hmm. that you've created and one one book that um that I'm reading right now, I, I'll have to look up the name of it. It's wonderful. It's It's a beautiful book. But one thing that she says is, um, how important it is to observe the environment and meet all of the, the little critters and the little friends that are living there in the space that you created. Like I was out in my garden today. I actually did this. I took the, the time Good for and you. enjoyed my garden. Well, I was working and uh, yeah. I had some emails to send and I thought, well, let me send them from, from my garden. It's a beautiful yeah. day. I have a, a basket right by my back door. Um, with some blankets and pillows, and I just take that out. Smart with my laptop, and um, yeah, set up shop there. And you know, we have two butterflies that have been hanging out oh. in our yard all day. They were here this afternoon when I was working, and then when we came home from running errands later, um, they were in the yard and forest. Noticed them too. So um, it you know. It, it was That's just wonderful. so great to see, you know, and we have a cardinal that I've seen, you know, yeah. for months and watching the cardinal couple flit through the yard and yeah. enjoy the different branches. And as they age through the seasons, it's it is something that keeps us gardening. You know, this is the reason why we do it. Right. It also it also calms your soul. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nature is good for your soul. And. In a garden, it's kind of an especially interesting nature. It's a nature of your own choosing. Mm -hmm. You know, relish your choices. I love the roses I've picked. I have chosen for my garden. I love some of the choices of combinations of things that I've, I've chosen to put in. Um, right now, because it's been raining, I sit on my front porch. And I have this long border going um, out of my front porch that's perpendicular. Perpendicular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To to the garden. So I see across 100 feet of it. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. It's such a stunning border. I mean, it, it gets like, what, 12 feet high? It, it's oh, yeah. just this wall of flowers and color yeah. and bursts. It's... Yeah, it's a wall of fireworks. Yeah, and the trees in the back now have really grown since you've you've. Um, so now I have some Japanese maples in the back that are really oh. really big. Oh. And what I've found is that I'll I'll sit there, and I'll be sad because it's pouring rain, <laughs> and I couldn't go out and look at things, and I'll see that there's things that I need to stake, and there's things this, and then all of a sudden, I'll see a 
a little section where I have these great big tall garlic things coming up that look like four foot high light purple alliums, Mm. onions, but they're four or five feet high. Whoa, that is so cool. I know. And I had one two or three years ago and now they've developed to about a half a dozen in one big clump. And they're from where I sit, they're backed by um, an arborvita. So I have Mm. these white big bulbs coming, sticking out from a dark green background Mm. in the middle of this flower border. And I think, you know, that looks like something somebody do in England. Yes. That looks official, like even really like somebody actually planned that. (laughs) I've got to tell you, in my secret of heart of hearts, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm Mm-hmm. I just knew that I needed some tall allium-like garlic things there where I put them. I didn't know that they were going to be backed by this green arborvita. I didn't look at that. It was to my left and 15 feet down. I didn't realize it. Yeah. But sitting on the porch, it's really nice. Oh, I love that. And I mean, that's what happens when you play. And I think also when you let yourself sit and enjoy it and you let your mind wander and just kind of be blank and bored. Like there's something, there's, there's a magical space that we need when we just let ourselves wander, let our minds just wander and without direction, without purpose, you need that space. Yes. It's vacation in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not also, I think that beauty Mm -hmm. heals Yes, absolutely. I wondered for a long period of time, I knew that I, I needed to create beauty when I, when I got this house, when Haunt and I got this house, I wanted to be able to look at almost every single window and see something beautiful. Yeah. And it, it almost killed me doing it, but I did most of it. Oh, you certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. And what I realized is that when you look out there, even if it's just a peripheral glance and you see something that's really pleasing, yeah, there's something that feeds your soul and it starts to heal you and you, you feel better versus people that poor things, they, they live in concrete jungles. You know, they live in the cities. I lived in a, in a, <laughs> a one floor walk up in Hell's Kitchen where I opened the side window and there was a brick wall. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I painted them I painted them white where I could <laughs> see so that I would lighten it a bit. It made almost no difference because it got no sun, of course. Oh, but Lord. I knew it was a little bit lighter. Yep. And had I been an artist I would have painted flowers, but I didn't. I wasn't and there it was. But I think that when when you go out and you you say to yourself, okay, that's enough for today. I know there's 10,000 weeds more. I know I've got to do these seeds and this and that and the other. And I've got to stake this. And I'm... You can get eaten up by the, by the lists. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but if you give yourself your basket with your, with your pillows and your blankie <laughs> and your cup of hot tea on a cool evening or your iced tea on a hot day mm-hmm. and you sit out there and you admire you actually admire your choices. You didn't put these things in there willy-nilly. No. You didn't go to the to the nursery or the seed store and blindly pick seeds. You chose every single thing that's in your garden on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And it's time to admire them. And if some of them didn't come up, okay, next year. Yeah. There's always next year. Absolutely. And and if they didn't come up there, maybe it's because it's the wrong place and they'll come up someplace else. So that's the learning curve. But in the meantime, whatever does work, sit there and love on it. Mm-hmm. Because in a way, it's indirectly loving on you. Yes. Yes. You need to appreciate the work that you've done with with nature, with your backyard. You know, it's stewardship. It's not just yeah. uh, you, you know, 
throwing your control over this this land. It's you working with it. And, you know, the reason why it didn't come up was maybe it wasn't the right spot or maybe it needed this or that. But yeah, taking can't tell. taking part in in that stewardship and that that beneficial, you know, that mutual beneficial care that it gives. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to admire it. Yes. Yes. It's so important. I was outside cutting um um a topiar that hadn't been trimmed in 5 years because I've been so <laughs> sick. It was a lollipop tree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one after another after another a boxwood and it it looked like just a tall green column and I got them pruned away and as I was out there I was out back by the pool which is what we call the courtyard garden and I noticed that um, the wisteria we have two big large wisteria growing there has completely covered nine-tenths of the uh, two pergolas that I had had wanted shade in, and I've definitely got shade now. (laughs) I need to probably move some roses that that are really hurting because they don't get any sun. And and that I succeeded in the shade, and now I've over-succeeded, and I need to take some of that weight off the pergola from the wisteria oh, yeah. and start trimming it back. And so that'll, that's some of the things that I'll be doing this summer. Um, and Haunt and I had a beautiful salad the other day um, with kind of the last of our um, lettuce, because it's going to bolt soon. Yeah, yeah. For those of you in the northern hemisphere and in the northern part of the northern hemisphere, not the southern states, but the northern ones, all of your cool crops, your broccoli, your cabbages, even your cabbage, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Your uh, lettuces, your peas may have, um, um, excuse me, a meltdown soon, Mm. you know? Yeah, from the heat. From the heat. Uh, one of the things that you can do is get a little uh, garden, um, a, a little shade cloth, Elizabeth, and cover your cabbages with a shade cloth. Okay. Yeah. You know, even this is going to sound odd. Even a crappy, broken, half-broken umbrella. Oh yeah, yeah. Just you know, make sure that have... I don't put it like right <laughs> over there so <laughs> that it doesn't bra- uh, bake them <clears throat> with the heat. Like, don't close them in. You know, with right. the umbrella. <clears throat> Yeah. Right. No, you, 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 you open the umbrella up and make sure that it just shades it. That's all. Yeah. And, and or shade cloth and one of the others good. And also it's going to be time soon to start thinking about the fall crops. Mm -hmm. So you want to start thinking backwards. So when is your last frost date or your first frost date? Mm hmm. So if you want lettuce, let's say, it's a 45-day crop. It takes 45 days for it to start to be big enough to really, really, really harvest a a big salad. So if your last frost, if your first frost date is, let's say, October 1st, 45 days from that would be um, August 15th. Mm -hmm. And you think that's far, far away. That's um, here's, it's June 15th-ish. So July, August. But if you want uh, to just barely get them harvested in that time before the frost. And if the frost is a week early, you're screwed. So you want to h- start in on the maybe July 1st. Yeah. So that, and put them in a shady spot in your garden. Mm, mm-hmm. So that they, they they don't fry. Yeah. Yeah. So you would start lettuce July 1st then? I wouldn't because my frost date is going to be November. Oh, right, right. But but you would. But I would. Okay. Yeah. I would start them around between the 1st to the 15th of July. Okay. And and stick them in shade or on the east side of your uh, house. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just put uh, pumpkins and cucumbers in. And, Good. Um, deli- some delicata squash and Good. some zucchini plants. So Good. um the zucchini plants are, you know, taken off. Uh, my yeah. cucumbers and my squash are starting to come up and and pumpkins just went in yesterday. So um we'll we'll see. Pumpkin seeds. Please know that pumpkins take massive amounts of water. Okay. okay. Like sunflowers. Okay. So 
I've heard that people that grow the prize-winning pumpkins that are, you know, a thousand pounds and stuff. Yeah. I know. I'm just growing little little cooker. You know, they're just the, good. the little ones. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. They still take water. Oh, yeah. In order to grow the guys that grow the massive ones say that it they can sit out there and watch them grow with the more water that they they watch them grow oh i love that (laughs) i know it would be cool wouldn't it yeah well i feel that that way about my peas you know they have just shot up so much you know and i'm i harvest all the peas every day you know i we have um i have three different pea spots um good it sounds sounds like i'm peeing in my yard which no, is no, no. a different it, thing um are they all different varieties or are they all the same variety no they're all the same variety good. um but you know i'm i'm getting a bunch of peas every day and i'm like cool i got all of them the next day there's more peas boom yeah. there they are like what do you do with them oh eat them put them in salad just crunch them they're garden snack you know, I know. It's, aren't it's they good. great you gotta grow some good garden snack like that's what yeah. that's what your cherry tomatoes your peas yeah. um yeah radishes radishes baby carrots baby <clears throat> carrots yeah 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 just you're pulling weeds oops there's a there's a pea <laughs> yep hot hot in the sun pop some cherry tomatoes nothing yep. better yeah, strawberries are another, you know, right, just, you know, brush off the dirt right in the mouth. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. It sounds like you've got a pretty successful garden this year. It's looking pretty good. Year two I'm... is a lot better than year one, and it's just, it's looking better. It's so satisfying. Um, yeah. Com- comparing year one to year two, I'm I'm taking it's pictures. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's I'm, a big deal, right? I'm taking pictures every day, so um, you know we're going to be able to do side by side year one versus year two, and I'm oh, excited love for it. that. Right? You're going right? to love it. So satisfying. You're going to love it. <laughs> I came across some old pictures from 2010 when we first moved in, and <clears throat> there's just nothing out there. <sighs> crazy and i thought i should i should have haunt post some before and afters yes just yes. for fun yeah just for fun it takes a lot of work but it's so worth it especially when you forget how far you've come yeah and, and exactly. even from year one to year two and i think it's important that's what i was talking about admiring you yeah. know admire your year two growth yes yeah when um one thing that I was uh, reading somewhere, this was, was a work thing, um, but it, it applies here, is um, describe your successes in the most impressive way you possibly can. <laughs> you okay. know, so so don't just say, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I grew. I garden. I, I, I garden. I grew some, some veggies this year. Say, I grew, um, you know. 200 pounds of vegetables this past year you know i harvested every single day uh for 60 days straight you know like like, and we're still eating we're still eating from the garden in april yes yes from last year's garden yes absolutely now is not the time to be humble (laughs) it's hard work yeah it is it's hard work Mike once asked me, your your father once asked me, so how's your garden growing? And I said, well, I'm very ambitious. I planted more than I can ever take care of. And he said, well, that's kind of the way it should be. I said, I feel like I've consigned myself to 20 more years of hard labor. <laughs> and it kind of, it can be. And that's why I say take a break every day. Yeah. You know, it's not enough to just weed. Yeah. And come stumbling in, fix yourself something to eat and collapse in front of the television set (laughs) those plants i swear to god those plants need admiring yeah yes and so do you so does my heart my heart needs it yeah my heart needs to look at the choices that i made and revel in them yes exactly exactly and when bugs when bugs come along, I want to talk about bugs for a minute because it's uh, it's going to be bug season here. Oh yeah, really it is. soon. Oh, it is. I'm I have quite a few mosquito bites. <laughs> okay, I wasn't thinking about mosquitoes, but okay, Elizabeth, 
there's something from Avon, uh, something um, our readers will know. It's okay. a it's a spray. It's not a bug spray. It's like, um, oh, something's so quick or something. So I, I can't huh. remember it. It's a spray that you can use that's not a bug spray, but will keep, will keep the to, uh, uh, mosquitoes away. Huh. Well, one thing that I, I think has worked pretty well for me is uh, I use lemongrass soap. Nice. And... Um, it just makes my my skin smell like mosquitoes don't want to bite me. And then I like I've been that. cooking with a lot more lemongrass and a lot more garlic. And, you know, those those are yeah. things you know, make yourself unappealing to bugs. Yeah. Adjust your your diet slightly and it helps. And don't don't put any perfume on ever in the garden oh yeah the bugs love it the flies the mosquitoes everything loves it don't Mm -hmm. use perfume in the garden well haunt put up posted a thing about uh you know i had all these white flies on everything yes and i sprayed neem on them outside yeah because i didn't want to cover everything up here in my office and by by george it worked i mean oh good i got those babies Yes. Neem oil. <clears throat> and neem is from a bean an Indi- a bean from India. Uh-huh. So it's it's not harmful, although I did wear plastic gloves. And <clears throat> it didn't hurt the plants, but it did kill the white fly. Woo! So <clears throat> when you see bugs, I used to just get so depressed. Yeah. Because it was like, oh no, they've overtaken it. I there's nothing I can do. No, there's plenty you can do. Mm-hmm. There's plenty you can do. And not chemical. You can do stuff that is um, home remedy, doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. What's going to cost you is the spray bottle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spend your money on a spray bottle that will spray upside down as well as regular. Yep. And then you can spray a a stream as well as a long shoot. Yep. Yep. And and then when you finish that spray bottle or if you have a really good Windex bottle, save it. You know, yeah. I'm all about saving my bottles, refilling them. Oh, that's them. a good idea. You know? Yeah, don't let those go. Actually, um we have we have a good story from um uh a listener, uh and yeah. old old friend. Um was it the rabbit's woman? No, this isn't the rabbit's okay. woman. This is from a little while ago. Um uh one of one of my my old co-workers uh dr amy uh good <laughs> she has some lemon trees a lemon tree that yeah. got overtaken with flies um or what's the thing that that scale le- scale got overtaken with scale and she was really worried um and she sprayed neem oil all over it did a bang up job on it good and for the her. lemon tree is coming back so we have Excellent. a success story um yeah she reached oh, out wonderful. like oh please <laughs> you know i yeah yeah, I yeah. I lose remember my that. lemon tree and yeah it's it's back and beautiful now I'm so glad to hear it. And right? your lemon tree is doing well, aren't isn't it? Oh my it? god, they're they're both outside. They're Good. huge now. Good. I have tons of new growth on both of them. Um especially the one that that had the le- the one lemon um last yeah. year and lost yeah. a lot of leaves. Um so yeah, she is But we determined that was because it was in a draft. Yes. And that's okay. So you fixed it. Yeah. Listen, Gardening is not about being perfect. Gardening is about making mistakes and learning. Yeah. And you fixed it. Yeah. And you've still got the lemon tree. Still got the lemon tree. And she's doing great. And she has uh, three new lemons on her. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. We're we're doing good. (laughs) And how about the other one? Is it doing well, too? Oh, yeah. The other one's doing great. It's three times the size of the first one. And it has two lemons on it. Okay. So Okay. Yeah. Maybe Good. maybe more. Maybe it's four lemons. I can't remember. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a uh it's producing it's a pink lemonade tree. So yes, it's super I... fun. It has these variegated lemon leaves. And then oh, the pretty. lemon actually grows in uh watermelon looking. It has stripes. No. It has we need pictures. It has stripes like a watermelon, dark green no and light way. green stripes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take a picture of it. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Okay, and I good. think it's pink on the inside. 
like oh, a fun. Great you have fruit. to take pictures. Yeah. All right. Pic- pictures of w- as you can see it growing uh, with the stripes. And then when you cut one open, we want to see a picture of that. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. You know, one amazing thing that I, as we're talking about appreciating gardens, I have been appreciating so many of my neighbor's gardens, just yeah. driving around, you know, I'm I'm a realtor, so I'm driving around different neighborhoods yeah. all the time. And um, I just love all of the gardens and all the flowers that I've been seeing. But one thing that I'm especially loving is um, there are so many more native yards that are popping up. Yes. And it's, it's becoming a big deal, so Elizabeth. So amazing because they're listening to us, Elizabeth. <laughs> well, I I don't think it's just us, but it is it's no, a it's national us. fever. It's, it's amazing. It's us, Elizabeth. They're listening. <laughs> they're listening, Elizabeth. It's us. All right. All right. We're gonna describe ourselves in the most impressive way possible. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Our message has gotten through. People are starting to do that. Yes. You know, <laughs> Um, because Haunt and I uh, are the only two here, we have more garden than we have than we know what garden space than we know what to do with in terms of vegetables. And this year, I'm going to plant one of the sections of a garden um, in just flowers. Yes, yeah, just flowers. I'm going to pl- I'm going to throw all these seeds in. Some of them are so old they may not uh, they may not uh, grow, but we'll see. Yeah, right. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. And, you know, I just I love it so much because we have we have more collective private backyard land in America than we do have than we have um, preserved land and and, you know, native wild um, national parks. So if we all have a little spot in our yard, it doesn't have to be your whole yard. It doesn't have to be a big chunk. But you you um, help a few native plants grow. You pinch yep. some of those really invasive plants yep. in the bud early. And you just create that space for habitat. We can make such a big difference. And it's so doable. Yeah. Um, and another thing that that I was I was listening to another garden podcast and um, they were talking about people who don't own land. You know, what do you do when you have this craving for for gardening to get your hands in the dirt? And they were saying, um, you know, there is uh, there are more people who have land and don't have the time or the energy or the wherewithal to to garden it. And so if you know a neighbor, if you know a friend who has a yard that they're not doing much with and you say, hey, would you mind if I come over and plant some flowers or plant some veggies in your backyard? They would love it. You know, they might. They very well might. Ask and first. Especially, <laughs> ask first. Especially, and especially if you're going to grow veggies and you can offer to give them some. Right. Yes. You know, there's nothing yes. wrong with sharing the crop. I mean, especially if you if you put yeah. two or three tomato plants in, you're going to be covered with tomatoes at one point mm-hmm. or another and not ready to, you know, just let them go to waste. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really a good idea. Yeah, I have seen people just throw seeds in their regular gardening beds along with their roses and their <clears throat> other perennials, and it's absolutely gorgeous. There's no hard and fast rule to yeah. a gardening bed having to be all very formal. You can have it be cottagey as well. Yeah. Oh, Lord knows I'm a cottage gardener. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and it makes it makes a very interesting year. You know, your garden gets boring after a while if you plant mm. the same things and they come up the same way every same year, and that's all there is, and yeah. and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But if you throw in some poppy seeds, or some sunflower seeds, or yeah. some campanula seeds, or whatever you want to throw in, I want you to. Uh, at least every listener, I want you to be aware that when something has the word creeping in it as a description, become aware that that could be invasive, mm-hmm. you know, or, or if you read about it on the back and it says it propagates by uh, underground roots, yeah. underground um, tubers, shoots, or shoots. tubers or shoots, shoots, you need to maybe put it in a pot the first year or two and see what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that 
um, look so gorgeous. I planted in, um, in California. I loved this little pale pink. It was about six inches high evening oil, evening primrose. Mm -hmm. It was pale pink. It was gorgeous. It took over. It took over everything. In a New York minute, it took over. (laughs) I was ripping it out and cursing myself over and over and over again. We went back to the to that house for because we were in the neighborhood in California um, a couple of three years ago. It's been over 20 years. Wow. And I still found some. <laughs> oh, my And the God. whole place had not been maintained and the garden had been ripped out and, oh. you know, everything had been, it's okay. You know, it's everybody else's, you get to use the house and the garden as you need to. Yes. I took what I needed from that land and moved on. And uh, the the people that, poor things, they probably had to put up some of my evening primrose in there. They're pretty, but oh my God. But in other parts of the country, mm-hmm. I, I planted some, um, I found some and planted some in Taos, New Mexico. And that's where I had found this flower. I couldn't get it to grow for love nor money. <laughs> because... That's why I thought, oh, this will be great. I can put it in my garden in California. And it uh, doesn't behave itself in California. Mm-hmm. It's a, I was in zone 11 instead of zone 1. Ooh, that's a big difference. It that is, is a big difference. 10 zones of different. Yep. So before you plant seeds that you might not know about, mm-hmm. research them. Yeah. And also some are biennial. There's a companula that's, um, I'll think of it in a minute, that's a biennial. It comes up and it just makes a mound. Hmm. And you think, oh. <laughs> and then the next year it shoots up. Huh. There's a lot of biennials. The f- hollyhock is like that. Foxglove hmm. is like that. So <clears throat> just know that you might have to wait two years, but oh my goodness. They reseed like crazy and you get more and more and more. And the trick yep. is to keep is to keep growing them. Yeah. So that you'll always have a, a spike, you know, or several spikes. Yes. Year. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I planted some foxglove um, that's coming up. Um, Good. But, you know, it's not it's not doing much this year. I started them from seed and I didn't up pot them fast enough. So they're, yeah. you know, they're still smaller. I don't know if we're going to get to a bloom this year, but next year, you know, you won't No. No, you no. won't get to a bloom this year. They're a biennial. Yeah. But okay. next, uh, don't throw them out. You know, oh, keep no. them wherever they are. Yeah. They like shade. Yep. I have them in the shade. Or on the east side of your house, which would be okay because they get morning sun, but not afternoon hot. Mm-hmm. All right. And they, mine are kicking butt right now. They're kind of at the end of their kick butt right now. They're kind of a spring, oh my God, flower. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that they're highly, highly poisonous. Oh yes, yeah. No, I'm. I'm not going to mm. make some foxglove no. tea or anything. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> if forest drops dead, I'm coming for you, girl. Oh my God, there is. There's so much information. If I poison someone, it's going to be so obvious. You know, yeah. I'd be the worst murderer ever. You know, I've I've made it so clear that I have access to a. a number of very poisonous plants i have I no and intention. you know all about that <laughs> and i know, I know. all about them yeah and no. i have no intention i girl i i can't a, have that you on could my write conscience. a murder mis- you could write a murder mystery just like agatha christie did yeah you could do that oh yeah yeah no i can't sleep well if you know i give someone a dirty look in the grocery store like i don't have i don't have the conscience to <laughs> to commit murder to be no, m- no. mean is not in your makeup it's no. just not it's just not <laughs> it's just not thank god for that i'm i'm it's a lot easier just to be nice it is. And nice is nice. Nice, nice is nice. Nice is a good thing. I agree. It's a really good thing. I agree. When yeah. I think of the people that have been mean to me in my life, and I think about how hard it was to take. Yeah. I also think, yeah, but I would rather be me taking yeah. it than them giving it. Well, yeah, this is this is the thing. Like, if they're saying that to you, Imagine what they're saying to themselves. That's right. You know, that's that's hard. And then and the needs they have to 
to lash out like that. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Hurt people hurt people. So it's, yeah. And the trick is to learn how to heal yourself. And that's why I'm telling you to go into your garden every day and heal yourself by praising yourself (laughs) for the beautiful choice of flowers and wonderful veggies that you've made. Yes. That you've helped grow. Yes. It's a big honking deal. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know what I love? It's universal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you went to, I don't know, Germany or Ukraine, I get pictures from gardens in Ukraine. Wow. Of, that's amazing. I know of beautiful backyard gardens in Ukraine of, of these beautiful Ukrainians saying, this is my garden. And it's like, oh, my God, in a war oh. zone. Wow. And you just, you know, you just love on it. Yeah. You just do. Yes. Yeah. And we have to, especially if you're in the north and in the northern atmosphere, uh, hemisphere, because yeah. we're not going to have this forever. You know, I, I sit in my grass on my blanket and pillow and uh, we have lawn chairs and, and whatever, but I prefer the grass. Um, yeah. And I think about, wow, a couple months ago, it was 17 degrees and, yeah. you, you know, there was snow on the ground. Yeah. I'm so glad that I can just be sitting in the grass right now enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. And it's important to to have that. Yeah. You know, when we were kids and summer was like, oh, my God, it's summer. I can't wait. And then as we got older and we had to work through summers, it wasn't as fun. Yeah. Having a garden in summer is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And. There's too much, there's too many chores to do in every single person's garden. You can make a case to never enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or you can stop looking at the ground and start looking up at your blooms. Yes. And have a glass of iced tea and celebrate. Yes. You know you'll get to the root, uh, to the weed sooner or later. Yeah. It's all right. You know, and if you don't, it's not the biggest deal. It's not the biggest deal. Yeah. I I oftentimes, though, if I can't, if I don't have the energy or the strength or the right tool to uproot a whole weed at the at the point that I'm passing by it, I'll take the blooms off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just take the blooms off. And if I'm wearing something not so good, like my overalls, which I usually am, I'll stick them in my pocket. So I always come in and have to empty daffodil, dandelion, a lot of dandelion blooms from my pocket. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm the opposite way. When I see a, a dandelion that's gone to seed, I kick it and spread the seed as far as I can. <laughs> I know now what I'm going to send you for Christmas. <laughs> send me I'm all of your you dandelion the- blooms. Yeah. yeah. I'm, g- yeah. I'm going to send you all of my Oregon dandelion Forest, uh, Forrest just mowed the lawn and I had him go around all the clover so that, you know, we could keep our bees yeah. well fed in clover. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good, yeah. good, good. You have, have you found have you found where the bees live? No, I haven't. I it's okay. Long term project bees. You know, beekeeping. That's that's on the on it's the a list. Very, it's a very big responsibility. Yeah, yeah. So, so be careful about that. I saw a hive the other day that is built so that you don't disturb the bees when you go in and get the honey, that there's some hole at the bottom with a something to catch oh. the honey fr- from the hole. So any extra honey that they have, because they need the honey too. Yeah, yeah. Comes out this hole, and so you never disturb the bees. Huh. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I think I saw that, um, but... Then I saw another thing about, is it the thing where you twist it? Oh, I don't know. And it know. moves the, um, so it already has the hexagons in it, I, I think, if this is the same one. It has the hexagons. I have no idea. That's all I know about it is what I saw, is what I told it. you. So, and then yeah. you can you can turn a lever and it moves the hexagons this way. So, so it creates pathways for the honey to drip out. I see. I see. I saw some mixed reviews about it, about how you should be checking in on your bees and, and stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't know about bees. So if you're getting into bees, do your research on, on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And do your research on what you plant so that yeah. you don't wind up with invasive stuff. Yeah. How's your kudzu? Um, I have to. It's way, way less 
way less Good. uh the japanese knotweed um yeah, yeah but i still have to go back through and do like a, a second you know once over haven't gotten to it yet it's it's on the list you know <laughs> i understand that this, this yeah. is the time for lists but please yeah. make on your list that you enjoy your garden yes yeah it's really important yeah all righty, sweetheart. All what right. do you have? What did you? What did you have for dinner? Forrest made a uh, a chili. Um, Yum. Yeah. What's the face? It, it need a little a little zhuzhing. Um, a zhuzhing. Okay. Yeah. But we we have a really fabulous uh, Indian uh, farmers market uh, close by that I had just recently stopped in, and I had gotten some fun um, some fun I'll snacks. Bet you did. So I got these. Um, uh, this Bombay spice, uh, crunchy, yummy snack that's like real spicy, Yum. and we put that in it after you know oh. adding more, more chili things. powder and ch- and ch- yes. chula and all all of the things, and that like really kicked it off. So it's it's a uh, it's an Indian chili. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's that good. Wonderful. It's good. Haunt has been gardening. God love him. He put in, uh, we have a lot of tomato plants because I started them from seed and he put in two per hole. So I'm going to make him redig those. And uh, But he had to weed out another area so that we could uh. make a space for more tomatoes. Oh boy. So he's been doing that and he's exhausted. So I think we're going to either order out or I'll make a pasta or something quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Order out. Get get some good takeout. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Right. <clears throat> something mm. easy for the old farts. Well, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, everyone deserves takeout, especially if you've been redigging and replanting tomatoes. I'm telling you, he has been working his little. It's cool here, though. Oh, okay. It's nice. It's 60 degrees when it's not raining. Oh, that is good weather. Yeah, it's great working weather. I love 60 degree weather. (laughs) All right, Angel Baby. I love you whole bunches. All right. I love you whole bunches. We'll talk soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Facebook at Gardening Related, on TikTok at Gardening Related, and on Instagram at Gardening.Related. Feel free to shoot us an email or ask any questions. And also, I think we're on Facebook. Did you say that already? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, we, and we've got a website. Yep. We Gardening have a website. Re- what is it? Gardeningrelated.com. Check us out. <clears throat> okay, good. And give us some love. Thank you.